0: walking the ocean over his head the terror sets sail for home and the
1: Eagles it's... Leo Barry you start who would have thought really the sequel would be just as good
2: as the original have we ever spent two hours at the MCG like this before is that the grand final Sydney the premiers the best
1: team of the modern era of the last 50 years produces its masterpiece
0: the stadium holds its breath Needs to be in
1: He's got the most impossible
3: goal. It's another Friday night and it's another We Talk Footy. My name is Joel, and joining me as always, except for that one week, Jay. Jay, how are you?
4: Good. Doing well, how about you, Joel?
3: I'm not too bad. You've had a busy Friday evening, have you?
4: Not really. Just went to dinner with the parents. <laughs> oh, How about you? You had the kids to yourself then, or? Uh...
3: Yeah, kind of, till the did early years. PlayStation? Evening. Have the kids? No, no, no. No PlayStation. I, uh, I got shitty with uh, Jack because uh, he said he was going to play Madden 20 against me when we got home, but he never did. He wanted to watch stuff on YouTube. And then. Uh, <laughs> He came out a bit later on and uh, Noah had already come out and asked to watch a movie. So I told Jack to get stuffed. He missed his chance. <laughs> he didn't care. He just went back in his room and watched YouTube.
4: Very selfish parent there. <laughs> it's like, sorry, go <laughs> to your bedroom because you did not want to play fucking games with me. Oh, well,
3: you know. Well, Noah asked <laughs> to watch a movie, so he kind of got in there. It was a window. He yeah. Got it. Uh, did you want to know what movie he wanted to watch? Um. No. Nah, don't give a shit.
4: I don't know. Fight Club.
3: <laughs> oh, he wanted to, but I don't know if that was uh, a bit too violent for him. He's only eight. Paw Patrol. No. Nah, no. Nah, we watched the Amazing Spider-Man. Ah. Oh, okay. So yeah. For those not, not familiar with it, it's the uh, it's the Spider-Man in between kind of the first Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire, who's not really the first, but movie-wise in our modern era he is, and the current Spider-Man, Tom Holland. There was another Spider-Man. Everyone forgets about him. Or probably wants to yeah. forget about
4: him, I don't know. It's like how people forget that Eric Banner was the Hulk, but...
3: Yeah, I always liked that Eric Banner was the Hulk, because it's kind of like Eric Banner, Bruce Banner.
4: Yeah, I know, (laughs) but it made more sense that he should have been the Hulk. But anyway.
3: Yeah, although yeah, I didn't really like him as the Hulk anyway. I just liked it for the name sort of similarity.
4: Yeah, I guess making an Aussie the Hulk doesn't make a lot of sense, because we're not going to go green and fight. We're just going to get a bottle and hit you over the head with it, so...
3: (laughs) Yeah, they should do an Aussie
4: version of the Hulk.
3: <laughs> Oi, watch it, mate.
4: You don't Come want here, me. you fucking... <laughs>
3: I'm
4: not going to say the word, but, you know, we all know which word you it is. You wouldn't like me favorite. when I'm
3: angry, mate.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just neck, and That's neck pretty... two litres of goon and off you go. <laughs> That's pretty you crack much... pipe and good go. That's
3: pretty much every bogan about this time of night. <laughs> Oi, you wouldn't like me when I'm angry, eh?
4: yeah that's that's the warning isn't it So like so don't you dare come and piss on my v6 commodore
3: <laughs> oh that reminds me of a uh, student film that uh, i did back in my university degree Joel. Days. we're digressing that still out,
4: counts right? as gay porn
3: <laughs> does it
4: having a storyline of you coming in and trying to help the professor was never the storyline
3: no there was a scene where uh we had some hoodlums uh pissing on, <laughs> on <laughs> pissing the, on uh, you pissing on the main protagonist's car
4: <laughs> yeah this and, is uh... uh
3: and he comes yelling that comes up oi what the fuck you think you're doing mate <laughs> and then they start beating him up and then his uh his housemate comes running out in a towel a beanie sunglasses <laughs> And an axe handle and such, chasing them down the street.
4: Ah, uh, <laughs> yeah, you got away with it because you said, "Oh, it's French." <laughs> well,
3: I'll have to dig it up and digitise it, put it on YouTube, <laughs>
4: <laughs> just under its own thing. Anyway, what would you label it? To? What was the title?
3: Uh, it was called Casualty. That that, that was an acronym for. Citizens against serfs, unionists, anarchists. I can't remember the rest.
4: <laughs> yeah, don't know yourself.
3: Yeah, I didn't come up with it. My uh, my friend who uh, was more of the uh, film student than I was, he came up with the title. Anyway. All right, let's go. Enough of this shit. Right, let's go. We're watching a game. Um, Now, I've pulled one from the archives again uh, that you're not aware of. Uh, we're going to no. watch the second half because, you know, late and it's two teams. We've the played. first half is... Well, I thought about starting it at quarter time, but I thought, eh, nah, fuck it, half time. Now, it's two teams we haven't done before. Which teams haven't we done a game involving, Jay. Have done the we math?
4: haven't done one with Gold Coast yet.
3: We technically did. We did the live game.
4: Uh, yeah, I guess. Um, North Melbourne. No, wait.
3: Well, we've done North.
4: North Melbourne, yeah. We haven't done Carlton. No, and that's one we of the done teams. North Melbourne. We haven't done Melbourne yet, yeah, have we? No. I'm just trying to think. Who else would it be? Right. Uh, Adelaide? We've no, we did I Adelaide, like East North Adelaide. Melbourne. What am I doing?
3: No, we did Adelaide St Kilda. No, Adelaide Bulldogs. Oh, that's
4: right.
3: <laughs> Alright, um, so who is it? Alright, so... I'll give you a hint. Uh, this is a match, it's a final, with the t- only team who, ha- who finished ninth qualifying for the final. <laughs> Wow, I've stumped him.
4: But if it was ninth, that fell with us, didn't it, with the bombers? No. No, that,
3: no, that wasn't us. You
4: know. No. Who was it? Oh my
3: god, yeah. All right, so 2013, when the SNN
4: got, uh, yeah, got kicked, kicked out.
3: out of the finals for their indiscretions,
4: or alleged. Well, I mean, it's not really alleged anymore, is it? I don't know. Everything was stripped from them. Yeah. Um, no. Fuck, i got an no idea now. My no, brain just stopped right.
3: working. So Carlton finished ninth.
4: Oh, okay. Uh, well, I already had Carlton.
3: And they uh, will be playing Richmond in a mm. 2013 elimination yep. final. because yep. well, right.
4: that was the first game for... Um, hard work as well, wasn't it? With the final,
3: uh, probably, yeah, probably his first final. I think that
4: was, and then when he dropped off in 14, 15, and 16, because he only made the what was it between 11th and 13th or something, 11th and 14th, and those, and then obviously went on to be Dick yeah. and win 2017 and 19.
3: Yeah, so I think 2014 they lost to Port Adelaide in an elimination final, yeah. So but this final, Richmond are up by twenty six points at half time. They had a big second quarter kicking 54. kicking seven goals to four. So they were flying at half time and turns into a cracker. So let's not waste any further time. I'll stream to you.
4: So get my screen up. Where are we? You're not running on the shitty work VPN, are you? Because it's going to slow you down.
3: No, but I actually did that for our West Coast wrap-up the other day. I forgot to disconnect. It went okay. That's the wrap-up. All right, so here we go. You can see, see the screen?
4: Yep, let's cool. do this. All right. And it's 300 pixels.
3: Yeah, it's not, it's not great resolution, but uh, it is what it is. We can't argue with the archives, so let's no. roll into it now. Let's get into this second half.
0: I
4: actually watched a, um... Oh, it was like a history recap on this when Carlton got in for this game. Mm. And that's why I got so confused with who it was, because it wasn't that long ago. It was probably a month ago that I was watching something about this. Oh really? Yeah.
3: Just saw with the, all my
4: uh, free spare time.
3: I just saw the Almost Richmond there. player who was standing there with a the big so tattoo up. sleeve. That it was Scott Aaron Edwards, was I believe. Former West Coast Henderson.
4: Eagle. Oh, well, you know, he's got the sleeve. He went to speak- the right
3: club. Speaking of, former West Coast Eagles is Chris Judd with the
4: ball. Former Premier Ooh, that captain. beautiful kick. And if it's not marked, that is shit played by the other guy. Beautiful kick, fucked it up.
2: Is this
4: Chris Judd's last year? No, I don't think so. Did he go on the
3: 25th? I let's have a look. Yeah, so this is kind of Carlton. In that early 2010s period where they were rising up the ladder, uh, Brett Ratton got the sack after the shock loss to the Gold Coast in, when was it, 2011 or 2012? Yeah. And, uh, Mick Malthouse takes over
4: and kind of sends him down the gurgle. So, Juddy Ah, retired in 2015. 2015, okay. Yeah, he did 145 games with Carlton.
3: Okay, how many with
4: West Coast? Well, he got 90 goals with Carlton, but he did 134 with the West Coast, but he actually got 138 goals with the West Coast.
3: So Richmond get the first shot. So this can put them up over five goals. That's Aaron Edwards.
1: Was that? I mean,
3: that was technically holding. What do you think of sleeve tattoos when they're like that? They just look like a big blotch of colour. Yeah. You can't really make out what anything is.
4: I mean, to be fair, with the resolution, it's hard to make out. (laughs) Don't blame the resolution,
3: Joe. I'm the resolution of the tattoo artists.
4: Just, um, quickly, that runner there who's handing out the drinks, she had gloves on. See mm. that guy, he's got gloves as well, both of them. They're already prepping for COVID, and this was six years ago. <laughs> I knew. I knew. There's early signs. I mean, when you look back at where Richmond went at this point, mm. I know the team changed a little bit, but... They were kind of building from that 2014 era to where they were in
1: 2017.
3: Yeah, well, it's going to be interesting to see the sort of core that they've got in this in this game that's still around. You know, obviously got Rewalt there, Cochran, Dustin Martin.
4: So I just had the snake. so I was like I don't <laughs> want to do that
2: for it was pretty the
4: Let's have a look at the game. It's
2: his knee there.
3: Let's see Brett moved to the Giants and missed out on the Richmond flag, or
4: flags. Yeah, but I th- there was, you know, there was reasons why he did that, and I don't, I mean, he was gutted it, but mm. I don't think it was the end of the world for him. I mean, would he have still got a game with Richmond? That's the other thing.
3: Uh, not See sure, a but... A... <laughs> you got to feel for sorry for someone who leaves a club Link up with One, two, three. and their side North immediately wins a
2: premiership.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't
4: know what's Mick Maldi with Carlton for. How long? Yeah. Uh, I want to say
3: like two to three seasons. I can't remember how long exactly. Who was their last coach? I can't even remember. Teague's the coach
4: now. Who did he replace? Oh, I don't know. Someone else who wasn't important. Who was it?
3: Oh, it was... Um, what's his name? That little assistant coach from Hawthorne. Bolton.
4: Oh, Yeah. That's how not important he was. So Bolton. Alright, so Richmond. Mm-hmm. You got Hooley, Cochins, Rance, Martin. These are the names that I don't know.
3: Is that Ellis? Reroll. Brandon Ellis.
4: Number five. Fuck, I don't know. I don't have the numbers here. <laughs> I mean, Conkall went to Frio twenty. He didn't make the team twenty seventeen, but he went to Frio twenty eighteen, wasn't it? Twenty nineteen. Uh, I
3: think last year. Well, I mean, yeah. when you look at his
4: disposals, on, yeah.
3: yeah. Actually, I not even recognise Martin. He's Yeah.
4: He had to get rid of it to be slimline so he could be the player he is now.
0: That's
4: actually what I like about Martin because he was not really rated for a very long time. Yeah. You know, and it's kind of like Shuey as well. And so some of these midfielders, they're not rated for such a long time and then... Next minute, everyone just keeps going on about him going, Oh, yeah. I remember back when you know they first started up, I was saying this player was going to be the next fucking you know, board yeah. to come through the midfield.
3: Yeah.
1: Jeez,
4: that's a
3: lead, isn't it? He's an interesting player who's kicking the ball, Mark Murphy, was the number one pick and been with Carlton for a decade and a half. Doesn't really stand out, does he? Nah. It's also bets, too. Yeah. There's Bryce Gibbs in that replay. Seems that like free kick fours were chopping the arms or something. Front on contact, I guess.
4: Don't know. Not,
3: not looking at the ball.
4: Yeah, I think, yeah, front on, not looking at the ball, kind of just went into the middle of him.
3: It always amazes me how often that free kick uh, occurs. You think that'd be something so simple to train out of these guys. You know, when you're running back to
4: spoil, you've got to turn and face the ball. Yeah, I think sometimes they just get stuck with I guess trying to Make the contest so yeah. rather than making it a fair contest or trying to make it look like they're attempting to go for the ball, it's like, you know, I'll run the risk of giving a free, mm. but if I stop it then Especially if you can't flood the defense and they're in front of you. Mm. Like he had eyes the cotchance had eyes on the ball and like that was he was never gonna get that, he was just too far back. Yeah Oh, there's Judd. Look at that. That is just stupid. Yeah,
3: so this is the that bull version epic. of Judd, where he just he doesn't have the pace. Oh, shit, they kicked the second one there quickly. He didn't have the pace that he had at West Coast, but he was just that strong body.
4: Well, is his small frame? Um, you look at that play, they do a replay on it. Like, three, three players around him, all... Yeah not sure what to do with Judd and he just kind of was like alright well I'll just keep shrugging and they're coming up yeah I
3: mean he did that at West Coast but then he shrugged them and then just burst off yeah well, you see him get the ball look at it.
2: Uh,
4: he really did have a good run with um, Carlton still not
3: yeah, what a Brownlow! Yeah. Easily their best player the time he was there. Yeah, you know, I guess you know he lost that explosive burst pace, but you know, being a veteran player, you gain other other strings to your bow.
4: Do you reckon we could spend the whole hour talking about Judd yeah, and about? How he was at West Coast better than what he was at Carlton, but
3: yeah, I mean, well, it's interesting to revisit the, the Carlton era, Chris Judd, because having lived through it, it wasn't that enjoyable as an Eagle supporter, yeah, because he obviously left our club, went and played for someone else. But now we can look back on it a bit more,
4: a bit more fondly. That and I mean, when he left our club, it wasn't left on the greatest terms. So, Mm. but it was always that.
3: I remember it was several years in a row there was that threat of him leaving. You know, obviously Melbourne clubs wanted to poach him big time, and just was never this. There was never a sense that he was going to stay at the Eagles for his entire career.
4: Well, that's where I get, like, a slightly different feeling Gaff, you know? Because, I mean, but I think the biggest difference is he doesn't have that premiership, so...
3: Yeah. And Gaff's probably out of that sort of window now. In, you know, he's over halfway through his career.
4: Yeah. That's a solid kick. You know, if...
3: If they got back into this quickly. Three quick goals. Yeah, thirteen. And... Well, it was uh, over five goals. What was it? What do we
4: got? What uh, a time! What oh, was the final score? Yeah, are leading by 26 points.
3: Yeah, 26 at time and then they kick the first goal of the of the third quarter.
4: Yeah. Well, I've got the conversion rate here, and in this quarter, third quarter, Richmond's conversion rate for scoring is 40%, and Carlton's is 85 86%. <laughs> so, that's just that accuracy. You see, Judge is waiting to get that ball to go.
2: Can't work out who's playing on him, 23, in Richmond. I don't know, I've only got
1: names.
4: Mm -hmm. Oh, Oh, that's deliberate. And
3: 23 is Daniel Jackson. Is this a household name?
4: He actually had a good game, according to, um... His disposals and... The stats for the end of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's third ranked, but... You never really know.
3: Oh. Wow. I didn't realise this, but... Do you know who else is playing in this game?
4: Uh, Eddie Betts.
3: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, this is kind of a... A sad one to mention, the uh, recently passed away Shane oh, Tuck.
4: it is too, isn't it? Yeah.
3: So he's number
4: 21 for Richmond. Yeah, uh, 38. When he went too, wasn't it? Mm. I think. It's kind of scary to think like that, because it's only a few years older than I am. And, you know, it's like 50 years younger than you, but... <laughs>
3: Go anytime, Joe. That is why. true. That's why you have to watch as many old football games as you can while you're still around.
4: Who would Judd's follow up there?
3: Would you say Chris Judd's our number one player in our history? Have I raised this before?
4: Uh, I think we raise it every time we see Judd, don't we?
3: (laughs) I mean, I still think
4: he's our number one. Yeah, I think he is. Most influential player. I
3: mean, which speaks a lot, because he played half a career
4: with us. Yeah, but look at what he did when he went to Carlton, Mm. you know?
2: I mean, it helped having
4: Mick as coach as well.
3: I should have found a Richmond-Carlton game where uh, Ben Cousins was
4: playing as well. Ah. Oh. <laughs> he would have only had the one year for that? I don't know. How many years was he there? One or two? I thought it was only the one season. I don't know. Let me find out. Hang on, let me go... Ben, Crackhead, Cousins. He's probably our, you know... Two seasons.
3: Yeah. Cousins is probably our number two player of all time, or thereabouts. Yeah.
4: 2009 to 2010. He did um, 32 games with them.
0: 238
4: games with us, though. Yeah. Yeah. Is Eddie? Is he uh, gonna kick this one? Of course he is. Yeah, of course he is, it's Eddie.
3: And they're back within one point, just
4: like that. <laughs> Eddie bets you grab and you put it into a corner and you go, okay, in this corner you've oh got to God. kick the ball to get it out, Eddie. Look at that. They're just is he crying. Yeah. <laughs> well they know. I know Eddie was younger here compared to when he was with the Crows, but he looks like in much better shape than he was his entire career at the Crows. <laughs> yeah, he does look in very good shape, doesn't he?
3: Poor arms oh, yeah. yeah. I not ever recall his arms being that huge.
4: I don't know, maybe it's just different training, but Mm. instead of talking about, you know, giving your wife to your teammate, because you have to, because you trust each other, Mm. they actually did proper training there. You can see the game plan that won them 2017 and 19 kind of, like, little bits, little bits of play with Richmond, where they, that chaotic ball was working. Mm. Did I hit the post?
2: Yeah. the post. the
4: post, Back here, Back here. Back
2: here. So remember those three fifty metre penalties that Richmond took advantage of?
3: Suddenly you
4: feel like sooning
3: slightly Carlton's way. Run the we have the Derby. We only had it once this year, but we usually have it twice a year. It's really the only time we get to see, you know, both sets of supporters at the ground, even though it's sort of dominated by one club. You kind of miss out on this big thing that Melbourne has, you know, like Richmond Carlton here. Yeah. Just absolutely feral supporter groups.
4: Going nuts. I mean... You use Feral, I'd say aggressively passionate.
3: <laughs> and the other thing with the derbies is they generally, you know, end up with one side sort of dominating. Boy, uh, we've had a few close ones, though. Yeah, we get them occasionally, but. but... Yeah. We need a third WA side, Jay, so we can have. Have more of these heated clashes.
4: That's never gonna happen, we need to get like another five million people in the way. well,
3: hop to it, get down to the bus stop, start picking up some chicks. i just
4: bring them in. <laughs> just import them? Just say, listen, we know what sport you wanna watch, but the best sport How are we, gonna, part, how are we so? gonna
3: increase our population with these hard border closures? God damn it.
4: How are we supposed to get a third WA tone <laughs> that no one wants? I want it. Who's that? That's how... uh,
3: I can't tell by that tattoo.
4: I thought you might have ended tell by seeing the foot, you know?
3: <laughs> yeah, it's a Richmond player.
4: 20. 2022? Oh, is that
3: the uh, Daniel Jackson who was tagging Chris Judd? Yeah. Who gets a tattoo on their foot? I
4: don't know, I feel like you would have one. <laughs>
3: no, I get one on my butt, Jay. Is that
4: what, the you got you put there just to save malicious property? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Is that Grimes that just picked up? Yeah, they it is. Like to Isn't it? Yeah. Bad kick. <laughs> <laughs> remember
3: when Jeff Garlett was like in, you know, top five small forwards in the league? <laughs> Not
4: really, I'll be
3: honest. <laughs> I do. I was always nervous when he was playing. He's one of those guys who can, you know, do sweet fuck all for most of the match, but then will kill you in, like, about yeah, three
1: minutes.
3: Like Eddie Betts is probably the most prominent of the two. Yeah, but... I mean, Eddie Betts went to a kind of another level when he went to Adelaide. But Jeff Garlott wasn't far behind him, and then Jeff Garlott went to Melbourne, and
4: yeah, what happens when you go to I'm Melbourne, you usually turn to shit. I'm actually interested to see how Betts is treated if they play in Adelaide, against Adelaide. Oh, probably... by the crowd? Yeah because they adopted him so quickly and just loved him and his yeah. whole play style, so
3: I can't imagine them being upset with him. I think they're more upset at the club. That's the feeling I get from Crow supporters
4: on Big Footy. Well, you lost a few good players. That was the problem. Like They just let people go when they could have afforded them. I think with Richard McGovern, they could have offered what he was going to get and but they just didn't think it was worth it. Yeah, and why may not be the best you know, forward in the game, and he certainly isn't. When you don't have a better option, you probably need to double down a little.
3: That's good play. So when did Shane Tuck finish up. They're
2: out here, just protected the space, Kerno. A second bounce, neat looking kick, but oh, out on the ball. I'm not the bird of Hooks, sweet enough, but he played
4: a very good shot. Shane Tuck, Briar. Trying to keep it
2: just in for Murphy, he might have been better off to have played the percentages there. So Richmond have steadied a little after the carp nonstop. They kicked five goals in
4: so he
2: doesn't want to talk on Wikipedia, so just bear
3: with me. Oh this is I Vickery. I always hated Ty Vickery. He was the he was the asshole who uh, smacked Dean Cox in the fucking jaw.
2: Lydia away from up. It's
4: been good I don't remember that.
3: Yeah, it was a ruck contest and he just like just a massive a swipe and missed the ball and just punched Dean Cox right in
4: the face. A pretty good set shot. Uh, Shane Tuck finished up in this year, 2013. Is oh, okay. Scored? Did 173 games.
3: Really, that many? 173?
4: Yeah. Oh, wow. From
0: 2004 through to 2013.
4: Not a very decorated career, though. You just killed Craig Bot. Eh? Craigbot died. Did he? Yeah, he's not in the chat anymore. Oh,
3: what a prick. Stupid Russian hackers, fix your shit. That was a clever kick hit.
4: What do you think of Carlton now? Considering their game tonight didn't go so well.
3: Yeah, didn't I call that?
4: Yeah. <laughs> uh, as mainly I think, um, Hawthorne having lost four in a row, was it? Yeah, something like that.
3: That's a good kick. It's a um. It's really good. Yeah, I think they're on the up. So... I've had some young players who've been playing together for a few years now. That'll be their core going forward. So the older guys can play for a couple of seasons and
4: then hand over the keys. I mean, how long does Eddie Betts have left
3: though? Uh, probably could play another year after this, I guess. Because, I mean, what he adds is just, you know, a little bit of X-factor in the forward line.
4: Jeez, Eddie Bed's a year older than me. <laughs> is he? Cool. Yeah. Does he feel like a failure now, hey, Not really. <laughs> I mean, he wasted five years of his life at Adelaide, so... <laughs> yeah, he got a grand final. Well, you got the plan, one. Yeah, good work. <laughs> Captain cost you the game, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, so he 184 games with Carlton. He scored 290 goals, but won 132 games at Adelaide, he had 310 goals.
3: Yeah.
0: And
4: he's had six games back with Carlton. He scored 10 goals.
3: Yeah, well, his peak years definitely were at Adelaide. Man, that's. How many times did he get goal of the year? Uh, four? <laughs> really?
4: Yeah. He, was he had one in 2006. Oh, shit. But he had three with Adelaide. So 2015,
1: 2016,
3: 2019. <laughs> well, who and the obviously, he was just who the all that...
4: Australian the 3-8 from 2015
3: through to 17. Who won the uh, goal of the years in between that? I don't... No, I'm not gonna... (sighs) (laughs) God damn it. I just like making you do the research.
4: Let's have a look then.
3: Shane Edwards, current player.
4: Is he going to kick it? Uh, no. All right, so 2019 was Betts. 2018 was Higgins. 2017 was Rioli with that um throw kick. Obviously, 16 and 15 was Betts. And then... Everybody got Matt White, Lance Franklin, Chris Yaron. Oh, I forgot Hayden Ballantyne on it as well in 2011, didn't he?
3: 30. Did
4: he? Oh, is that, that, yeah. big, that was that big run he did from half wasn't it? Yeah. That's a pretty good run, though. 2015 was Lance Franklin. 09 was Cyril. 08 was Leon Davies. And 2007 was Lloyd.
1: <laughs>
4: he tried to just... Talk that then, or did you just try and bomb it? No, uh, he went for the talk. Why do you think people do want to do the
3: top? Because it's hard to do.
4: Oh, but it's always fun to see. It.
3: Yeah. Well, most of them are really good kicks with the drop punt. so.
4: Yes, when you can kick 61 meters for the drop now it's the pointer. If you do a torpedo, it doesn't come off. The
3: coach will go all right at
4: you. Alright, so going back to the third quarter. Ooh, what a kicked 3 3 in the third quarter, and Carlton kicked 6 1.
3: Jesus. Ooh. That would have been some goal.
4: Yeah, Carlton close to the lead by the end of the third quarter to four points. There's Mr. Hooley, the defender midfielder.
3: Hooley, he started Essendon. I think I have memory of that. Let's have a look. I haven't seen much of Dusty in this match.
4: Dusty didn't really have his break year till, I mean, obviously 2017, but 2016 he started to uh, become more noticeable, I guess.
1: Hmm.
4: Yeah, I think it was. So look we week. Essendon for 2007-2010. to 2010. Yeah. He did 26 games with them.
3: Yeah, I don't know why, what it is, but I feel, I feel like players who go to multiple clubs seem to stick in my brain more.
4: I guess you see them around a bit more. Yeah. People talk about them in the trade period more.
3: So, so, Edwards, obviously we mentioned played for the Eagles, also played a few seasons at North Melbourne.
4: Also threw a piece of grass up in the air which made no difference whatsoever because of the way that he threw it. But... Oh, that's not a good kick.
3: Here's something you don't often see, is the ball up in the goal square. Oh. Yeah, knock it over, yeah, exactly. That's deliberate.
4: Yeah. And because, yeah, I think he hit it when it was still in the rock, which was the problem. Yeah. Is he still playing for Carlton?
3: Mitch Robinson plays for Brisbane.
4: Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, why are in the wrong colours? I'd piss you off as a coach, actually. Has
3: there ever been a purpose served by having a player on the mark in the goal square, like on
4: the goal line, for those shots? Nah, no, but, you know, <laughs> if it's Pavlich, he might have missed it. <laughs> I
3: don't think I've ever seen anyone sort of touch it off the boot.
4: Oh, if they do. Yeah, he just had a brain fight, didn't he? I don't think he should have touched that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So I know with the ruck, if you punch it through for a behind from a ruck contest, that's a deliberate behind. So the other team gets a shot. But also, if you punch it out of bounds on the full, the other team gets the ball. But, yeah. but if you punch it and it dribbles out,
4: that then it. <laughs> Look at that mark on.
3: And the only time you're allowed to punch it out of bounds is if you're spoiling a mark. I
4: mean, it's a weird rule with how you can punch it out of a contest and not suffer like a penalty for it or something
3: you chopped out a lot there, Joe.
4: I just said it's kind of a weird rule that you can spoil the ball in a contest, but not have any like sort of negative impact for it. Yeah.
3: Well, I think the thing is, you know, as you see, bets kick the goal. Um, the thing is, you, your intent, your intention there is to spoil the player marking it. And if it goes out of bounds, that's a secondary thing. Whereas yeah. in you know a rut contest, that's the primary thing is knocking it through, isn't it?
4: Oh yeah, I understand that. I mean, I think for me more, it's like it's the whole spoil itself. That I guess you're foregoing the opportunity to contest the market, yeah. knock it out of bounds, which causes a reset, so it doesn't mm-hmm. actually some... Yeah, I mean, it is,
3: it, a, it is a complication of the rules to a degree, but it is fairly black and white, that one, so I don't have a problem with it. It's all the interpretation ones that I really dislike. They need to tidy up the rules. I think,
4: really, they just want to keep changing the way the game played so they can make it more money before <laughs> actually looking at tidying up the rules and the collective... Oh, yeah. This is some fast play, actually, by Carlton. Mm. Really God damn best. Best. Kicks it! This he kicked it. He would have too, actually. Now, of then, right now, just on top. That is oh goodbye, bye, holy. I reckon Richmond's defense needs him back. I know I know he's returning back, but... Who's that, what?
3: Hooley. Oh, Hooley. Yeah, he gives them a lot of drive. I mean, I don't really watch Richmond games because they're generally pretty boring.
4: Unless they're playing against Arsenal, which, you know, it always seems to be really close, normally.
1: <laughs> yeah. We only play
4: them once a year. I actually feel like, um... When he said he wanted to go with his family, part of it was that obviously family, but the part he was probably worried that he was going to have to come down to WA and spend time here and not be in Queensland or New South Wales.
1: Because,
4: <laughs> you know, he's flying out to Queensland now to do his two weeks and then he's going kind to of join them there in the hop, so... Yeah.
3: Good, got no, uh, <laughs> Lucky Henderson. Lucky Henderson was the dude who they traded in for Brendan Favola in Brisbane. Ah. Uh, I think Henderson's now at Geelong. A
1: really gutsy
3: Big game for us tomorrow, too against Geelong. <laughs> Yes. You can hear all about it on our West Coast wrap-up next
4: week. Or if you happen to live near where Joel lives, you'll hear if we're (laughs) losing. You know, three blocks out. It's a night game, right? 6-10.
3: Blues in front. What's happening?
4: I mean that's a mammoth order to come back with for Carlton
1: Mm.
4: End up with another 75% conversion rate for scoring Even looking at like the scores and the stats, you can kind of see uh, Carlton was always in the game. It was just that Richmond had a strong second quarter. Hmm. And they missed their opportunity in the first quarter with five points. Do you reckon, like, obviously it it, it is a case, but do you find when you're watching a Victorian-played game, listening to the commentary isn't so bad? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Just because they've got a little more uh, flair in the way that they approach both teams, and, you know, it's biased towards the team that they support or they don't. Whereas, you know, if they're talking about West Coast of Freo, it's kind of hatred for both teams.
3: <laughs> yeah, I also think there's sort of unfamiliarity. Like, they might call the games here and there, but... I think they're watching more of these type of clashes more regularly.
4: Well, yeah, when you're getting, you know, Jetta, Rioli... Archie and Ryan all mixed up
3: in person yeah, well, I listen to another pod, podcast called Footyology and a couple of Victorians on that but they're interesting to listen to but they don't have that familiarity with you know West Coast or in particular yep yeah probably some of the other state clubs but you know sometimes they'll get a bit take a bit of interest in it You know, so they'll just you know report on the scores and say oh yeah you know this team looked really good because they kicked this or whatever i think they're probably watching more of the games this year due to the the lockdown in victoria extending Yeah, it's not
4: good for him at the moment, so...
2: Mm.
4: Almost. You can see, like, how Richman's forward line having, um... Lynch makes such a huge difference now. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I'll make another point as well about that podcast. Is that uh, when West Coast had the three losses on the trot, and I think it was they'd had two, they had two losses, and then one of the one of the dudes on the podcast, Mark Fine, uh, tipped them to beat Port Adelaide because they said, "Oh yeah, yeah no. they've lost two in a row. They're going to come out with a point to prove," and you know, Eagles got smashed yeah and then the following week he tipped Sydney to beat the Eagles He's like "No, nah, Eagles are rubbish you know I thought they were if they had a point to prove it would have been last week they're not going to do anything this year <laughs> so and then you know there's Judd big goal Judd puts it away and then um, you know they've just beaten Collingwood demolished them last weekend which you know Uh media is frothing over, you know, Eagles and the sleeping giant has, has awoken. I don't see it that way because Collingwood's really undermanned. I mean, the Eagles played really well, but Collingwood had a lot of good players out.
4: The, the scoreline that we had hmm. is probably hmm. five goals more than it was. They just sort of fell apart, but... Yeah,
3: and I mean, it was, you know, it didn't Geelong get is, open until yeah. the third quarter. So it wasn't like, you know, run rampant the whole game. Yeah. But, um, but I think Geelong... Yeah. But, you know, now on footyology they're like, you know, yeah, West Coast pretty much Premiership favourites. And then, nah. you know, a couple of days later, Richmond Premiership favourites. Always happens. You yeah. know, sides just have to have one really good game and people in the media just jump on it as oh they're the premiership favourites you now. The teams don't play the same way every game
4: I'd actually be putting Geelong down as the premiership favourites right now really? I just think they've got the experience there mm. and they've still got enough to play like you know their window's closing very quickly but
3: I think uh Oh, that's a good goal for a ruckman. I was Oh, he's gone nuts. I think the thing with Geelong is that uh, being out of Victoria is gonna that's gonna have a big effect on the, most of the Victorian teams. Um, oh, Geelong are out of the WA now, aren't they? Well, after this game, this weekend. Yeah. Uh, it'd be interesting to see how they back that up. So if they can't get over the Eagles tomorrow, and they've got to travel, and they're one of the teams that has like you know four games in like less than two weeks, as well.
4: Which I think, yeah, with the shorting game times, I think it's benefited their ageing list a lot, especially with how explosive they play that midfield.
3: Well, I don't know. I think they're gonna struggle.
4: Well, I mean, not having... I mean, the shorter game times, but having the shorter yeah. turnaround time, is yeah. going to hurt them. And, uh, it's going to hurt us when we eventually have it mm-hmm. as well with Nick Nat.
3: Yeah, I still think Brisbane are best placed simply because of the location. I mean, it looks yeah, like well, unless Queensland gets shut down, it looks like, you know, that's going to be the venue for finals.
4: Uh, they possibly could get shut down too. Yeah, and they're playing away games in Queensland.
3: It's not a big struggle for them to travel down to Metricon.
4: Oh, well, just the thing. When is they going to start bringing all the you know, like Adelaide, Adelaide, Brisbane, and Gold and um Gold Coast going to come over here? Probably right. So it sure changes quite a lot, you know, I mean, I get that, it's the whole Victorian thing again, so... Oh, I hear a helicopter going around. They're looking for your drugs. <laughs> I'll never find them. You've hidden them in all your darn bigger rooms. My drugs are hidden. My kick.
3: drugs are hidden in plain sight, Jay. You know that. Yeah, Yes, all true. over my
4: shelves. That's my drug. Yeah, you got to look past the toys to see the crack pipes behind. That's it. <laughs> a good kick. Yeah.
3: Sharon Waite, he was one of those guys who he would have these big games every now and then. But he never... I wouldn't even say he was sort of like a second tier uh, forward, you know, behind the Buddy Franklins and Josh Kennedys. I would say he's probably a tier below that.
1: Probably a
3: third tier in terms of Key forwards in the last couple of decades.
4: How do you think he sort of shaped up, I guess? What's that? Said, how do you think he shapes up? Jared White. Yeah, like uh, if he if he in than that third to second tier as a forward. So what's that? Maybe one goal a game.
3: Yeah, okay, guess somewhere between a goal and two goals a game. I mean, he could be damaging, really damaging on his day, but he was never super consistent. I don't know really like Taverner. Yeah. Oh no, I think Taverner's below that. <laughs> he could be dominant for a quarter in terms of marking. Um, yeah, just accurate. I don't know, maybe like a... I'm trying to think of an equivalent. Maybe someone like uh, Severio Rocca. I uh, Started with Collingwood and then moved to North Melbourne. Maybe even Anthony you. Rocker. Maybe Travis Cloak. Yeah,
4: okay.
2: That's
4: a good run. Mm. Yeah, it's a call. to say that you're not going to play on and just decide to run and play on. So clever kick.
3: Mm. So, you reckon Chris Judd, you know, he hit 2007. And he was like, yeah, I'm going to be a bald now. Oops, I said the wrong word. <laughs> <laughs> he just realised that he, his hair wasn't getting any better. And he was just yeah, actually Martin Martin's
4: I reckon it. what it was, actually Martin one day and they just said, just sit down here. We've got a new treatment for you. You know, Jordan. He's like, oh, okay, I am fantastic. to get my hair back. They're like, um, it's it's a new treatment, and then he just heard the buzzers, and they just shaved it all off. <laughs> They're just like, sorry, you're uh, you're in that one percent of you know, we can't help you.
3: But like, he just didn't waste any time at all, did he? It wasn't like you know, it wasn't waiting until you know he was hanging on to his last his last locks, he was like, no, get rid of it. It's
4: because he probably had the piss taken out of him in shower rooms all the time. Guys <laughs> can spit out. Do you reckon Mick Malthouse could come back and coach another club or not? Nah, nah he's done, I think. This kind of was his last attempt, wasn't it, with Galton? It uh, was his last attempt. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, he tried to make this mm-hmm. another, like a rock up and get the club a premiership. Yeah. I wonder if it's not just like an age thing for the coaches. Because, like, you know, when you look at football, especially like the English Premier League, like the coaches can vary in ages massively. Yeah. Because, you know, they, it's more about executing the game plan. Obviously, the skill of the players make a huge difference in how much money you got. But AFL, they seem to need to be a certain age.
3: Hmm. Yeah, I think it's just... I guess there's 18 teams. There's always going to be options, right? Whereas, you go to other sporting leagues, they have a lot more teams. Uh, Like Premier League, you mentioned, they've also got lower division teams as well. Um, America, they've got, you know, they have like 30 team competitions. So, probably... Obviously, there's going to be a bigger pool, but top-end
4: coaches. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That
0: Ronald Mark, I bet.
4: Yeah, I guess that is right. You've always got the younger coach coming up, who or a younger assistant coach is wanting to sort of take on the game. Mm. Oh, it's fair. That was a bit of a unnecessary bump at the end.
2: I
1: mean,
4: 15 points, you'd be feeling pretty comfortable right now as a Carlton supporter. Mm. But,
3: I mean, it's a different culture as well. And, you now. Australian footballers kind of need, kind of need that uh, mentor that they can respect and follow the message of. I think in other yeah. sports that they you know, there's a lot more in terms of, you know, money made by players and...
4: They have a lot more say in things than, than a coach
1: would. I guess,
4: like, with this, you know, the coaches are more... There's more respect for the coaches and the coaching staff, but also hmm. the umpires. a lot more respect for the umpires. Like, players aren't allowed to feel above the game. I mean, I think that's the biggest difference the EPL. is players yeah. are above the game. Hmm. When was the last time Carlton was in a final game prior to this?
3: Um, may have been 2011? Can't remember what they did in 2012. So I'm going to say 2011 against
4: us. Because this was the f- first final for Richmond in a long time. Wasn't well, it? Um,
1: Probably.
2: Alright,
4: that, that was s- s- that was Good defense, just to show about the execution on the kick, but Good defense from Ford.
0: Marriage will need to go here, and he does. He's been valiant. Marriage. The wrong people are getting the footy for the Tigers at the moment. This is better. One of their runners carries the ball. Deledio. Not a particularly good kick. How will it bounce? Gone has with inside the ball at 50. Rebold's got it.
4: Jenison's got him at close quarters, Scotland. Under real pressure put down by King. Leading back Walker. Walks across the line. I mean, yeah. Richmond's just not in it. The game's gone for them. So, who'd Carlton play after this? Um,
3: Sydney, Sydney, I think.
4: Oh, they probably got smashed. (laughs) Yeah, they didn't go beyond the second week. What's the score, I wonder?
3: Pinched it. Run
4: right into goal. I love watching those ones, but I always feel so bad for the defender because they know they have to run after them, and it's like, especially when you see him when he slowed down like that and looked, it's like I know the defender can't do anything, and they have to commit to it. (laughs) Just that grab, oh, no. right there.
1: Yeah. Good
4: body block for a bit. Hardwick's like, that was a good goal, but that pissed me off. Not watching any more of this shit. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, fucking, I'm going off to Pokey's. <laughs>
3: so this will be la- Carlton's last final that they've played. I think. Well, I think so. Last win, last final series.
4: What's his name? Um, Revolt consider the
3: then.
4: <laughs> I wouldn't have won the game, but it, I think it says it Mistakes that just sort of harden them and again mm. make them improve that. Oh. Well, the Good from... judge face <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. So kick backwards, guys. We won this. Just just don't don't be silly. I remember through, like, the mid-ish to late 90s, I was doing this a lot, like, the last two minutes of the game when they were up. Oh. That was a sitter. And rolling up and rolling The other it are mental only dead heartbreak the next week. fucking song we don't have to hear it, you can it. <laughs> let's turn it down but uh
3: yeah i remember hearing that song you know what the worst time i heard that song was it was the i not know
4: stuck in an elevator
3: there we go transition back stuck in an elevator no if i was stuck in an elevator jay i'd hear this music
1: Oh, well,
3: you might
4: hear it. You don't know.
3: So we just leave that on for the soothing end to
4: the podcast. Why not? That can be the outro.
3: <laughs> but um, no, it was the 2005 Wizard Cup Grand Final. So the pre-season comp of that year where the Eagles played Carlton. Of course, it had to be in Melbourne fucking Carlton but he won that fucking thing
4: didn't they go on to win the wooden spoon that year though? yep and we went on to
3: lose the main grand final so that was great
4: that's right because the the wizard cup or the nab cup whatever it ended up being called there was the curse of um, whoever won that won the wooden spoon <laughs>
3: <laughs> only when Carlton won it they seem to do it a couple of times I think but um yep I really I really wanted the Eagles to win a preseason cup why just to add it to the you know check it off the list so I was really irritated at that one and then the 2012 one that we lost to Adelaide I was like come on just uh, just fucking should have just got one but you know yeah problem is ultimately winning winning those they mean nothing
4: Exactly, you won those, and then everyone went, Oh, okay, we now know who the <laughs> like shit, dickhead team is to yeah. us." So, I oh look, there's one. the rejects.
3: Just one added to the cabinet. It's going to be this empty space in my heart for the rest
4: of my life, mate. Yeah. If that's what you're stressing over for the rest of your life, <laughs> then your priority <probably> is <laughs> seriously wrong.
3: <laughs> All right, so that's the elimination final, first elimination final. With uh, Richmond, who finished 5th, going down to ninth place, Carlton. Yeah, it was kind of air, wasn't it? We didn't really get into it that
4: much. I guess it wasn't a... Uh, it was an exciting game to, for some degree, but I, I feel like, you know, Richmond just fell apart.
3: Yeah. Yeah, we, it, prob- we probably should have watched... Maybe this from the second quarter onwards, just so we can see some Richmond goals.
4: Yeah, but, oh well. I mean, you know, we've seen enough of Richmond goals for the last three years, so... Yeah, well, that was my thinking. I was thinking, do we need to see any more? But, um... So, is there any teams that we are yet to do? Uh...
3: Yes, so... Melbourne... GWS... Yep,
4: Melbourne's to be planned for a later date, so... Yeah, GWS. GWS. Um, I think that is it. Actually, GWS have a good game against Richmond. Was it 2017? 2018. Uh, They had a good game where they come back one by goal or just under.
3: Oh, yeah, I think I know what you mean. Yeah, I think it was probably... 2017 or 2018. I can't remember which one, though.
4: Yeah, that was a good game, that one, so... But,
3: um... Oh, and probably... We we probably should include Fitzroy as well,
4: as a team we haven't done. Yeah, I guess, yeah, if you... That is true, so...
3: Um... But, yeah, I think we've done everyone else now. I guess we can do an actual rewatch of a Gold Coast game, instead of watching them... Mm. beat up on our poor team live
4: that was that was enough they had a fantastic win we'll give them that yeah
3: we didn't plan it that way god damn it that's all they get
4: yeah that's all they want though
3: alright shall we wrap this one up and we can go to bed not together yeah but far apart
4: well that's because we're in a king bed so (laughs) don't snore this time that's fine just stop trying to touch my head
3: <laughs> you got such beautiful hair jay i know i try <laughs> all right thanks buddy i will catch you for the wrap up
4: yeah thanks again take it easy joel
3: all right and i hope everyone who isn't watching this can enjoy it sometime good night everyone who
1: would have have we ever spent
2: two hours at the MCG like this before? Is that the grand final? Sydney are premiers. The best team of the modern era of the last 50 years produces its masterpiece. Sheed from the boundary.
1: Needs to be in the airs. He's got the most impossible goal.